You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It is a 24 to 10 final. Your Kansas City Chiefs improving to 3 and 0 on the season. They first knocked off the New England Patriots. They then took care of business against the Philadelphia Eagles. And today they go out to Los Angeles. Kind of a weird game today. Start off scoring. Back-to-back offensive drives. You see two touchdowns. You think it's going to be a really fun day in Los Angeles. And all of a sudden, the scoring stopped. Chiefs out to a 14-0 lead. Eventually, you go into the halftime locker room. It's 17-10. And then for much of the second half, it was a defensive battle. And you know what? The thing about today's game was, for the most part, it was pretty ugly. And... What you need to remember when you when you see how ugly this game was is I don't know if it's going to be pretty every week. Sometimes you're going to have to win a game where you unfortunately, you know, maybe can't get things going offensively. You, you saw um, a really good, really good scripted plays at the beginning of the game for the Chiefs offense, but then kind of kind of died out the offense, didn't it? And you saw that the Chiefs were really struggling with their offensive line. There was a lot of pressure. But again, you know, this is one of the better defensive fronts in the league. Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa are two of the best edge rushers in the league. So it was a a tough battle. They gave Smith enough time for the Chiefs to win the game. But you do want to see a little bit better day from the offensive line. You wonder how much Mitch Morse not being there for this whole game affected the line as a whole. You wonder if Parker Anger, as he gets healthier and healthier, will replace Brian Witzman. But again, overall, you're really happy about this team. I'm going to get into my five takeaways. First one. Kareem Hunt is unbelievable. This is a player who had over 850 touches in college. He never had a fumble in college. First touch as an NFL player, what happens? He fumbles the ball away to the New England Patriots, but then winds up having the best first game for any NFL player ever. 246 yards in Foxborough. Then today, 17 carries, 172 yards. The touchdown at the end, 69 yards, nice touchdown uh, for Kareem Hunt. Uh, you thought he was going to only have like 103 yards in today, but again, he finishes with 172 yards. And I mentioned this on Twitter, and, it, and it's really crazy to me. With Hunt, you have right now, and it's only three games, so keep that in mind, an MVP candidate on the Chiefs. And you don't usually see the MVP award going to a running back 
It has to be a really special running back, but you're seeing it now uh, with Kareem Hunt. He's putting up numbers, and I don't know if this is sustainable, but if he continues to put up these numbers where he has six career touchdowns already, over 400 yards rushing, he's going to be in the MVP race, which is amazing. So clear-cut leader right now for the offensive rookie of, of the year. But you're talking, I mean, if like I said, it, it'd be crazy for him to sustain this production, but if he does, you're going to be talking about Kareem Hunt and his rookie year as potentially being the MVP of this league. Anyway, I want to mention Terrence Mitchell. Terrence Mitchell has been a topic since training camp and last year. Can Terrence Mitchell hold it down at the right cornerback position? I think he did a nice job today, uh, matched up with Travis Benjamin a bunch of the times. He had the two interceptions early on in the game, and he knew that he was going to get targeted. You know, people and teams are figuring out, listen, we shouldn't be throwing at Marcus Peters, so what does that leave? That leaves Terrence Mitchell. And he knew this week, BJ Kissel of Chiefs.com, said Mitchell was well aware that they were going to come after him, and he said, come on, come with it. And they did. And he was able to get two interceptions. You also saw an interception from Marcus Peters. He now has 15 interceptions in his career. That's the most in the NFL since Peters has been a Chief. So you got these really good young players for the Chiefs, both on the offensive side of the football in Kareem Hunt and on the defensive side of the football in Marcus Peters. And here's another reminder about Kareem Hunt that I forgot to mention. He was the 86th overall pick in the NFL draft in the third round. So what a find by former Chiefs general manager John Dorsey. Again, uh, Dorsey no longer with the team, but just incredible uh, player to find in the third round. Third point, I want to talk about the offense a little bit. I thought it was really good to see the scripted plays for the offensive work. Uh, you saw two touchdowns right away. Chiefs jump out to a 14-0 lead. Always easier to win games when you get a little padding at the beginning. Offense slowed down uh, in the middle of this game, but Tyreek Hill, had, had a good game. He got back on the scoreboard, uh, five receptions for 77 yards. And the throw to Tyreek Hill at the beginning of the game, the 30-yard throw, again, I've been saying it before, the new Alex, those are the type of throws that you maybe wouldn't see last year or in previous years. He's doing it. He, he's throwing the ball downfield. But again, remember, to continually throw the ball down the field, you need to have time. I don't think he had the time he necessarily needed to continue throwing the ball down the field consistently today, but you saw it early on. Really nice 30-yard catch for Tyreek Hill. And I also wanted to mention that I really liked Albert Wilson's game today. He's a guy that we don't really talk about a lot, but you like that he was able to score on the shovel pass, six-yard touchdown. Uh, that put the Chiefs up 14 nothing. And when he was going for the first down marker, is able to, uh, you know, he's such a smart little player where he's able to reach the ball out and make sure that the Chiefs get a first down. Uh, really cool to see Albert Wilson and his success. Going to get to my fourth point. I thought Justin Houston looks really healthy. And we, we've been wondering, is Houston going to be healthy going into this year? And he looks healthy. He got his fourth sack already. And on a team that has all of a sudden become, you know, this offensive team with Alex Smith and uh, with Kareem Hunt kind of exploding, Travis Kelsey's always been there. But you forget about Houston a little bit. And don't forget, this is one of the best defensive players in the league that you have on the Chiefs. And quietly, he's got four sacks. You saw him have a sack at the end of the game, uh, really to put the game out of reach uh, for the Chargers. So he got his sack probably in the biggest moment for the Chiefs because it sealed the victory. Uh, again, the Chiefs go on to rolls 24-10. to 10. Last point, I just want to bring up the offensive line again. Interested in seeing where that goes. I don't know if there'll be a replacement. I don't know if... I look back at this film and I think maybe they did a better job than I, I thought. I just knew that Alex Smith was handcuffed uh, for quite a bit today, only finishing with 155 yards, two touchdowns. But again, 
The great thing about Alex Smith is he'll never lose you a football game with bad mistakes. He didn't try to overdo anything. Didn't, you know, he kind of took what was there today and it wasn't a lot. And, and it was because again, the offensive line and the pressure. So I do this every week. We do the post game and it's a little different this week. And it's because of the national elephant in the room that you really can't ignore anymore as much as you want to really tough. So I'm just going to go at it right now and just give you what happened today and where I'm at on the matter. I'm not going to get into anything um, like a debate on the matter. I don't want to debate anyone on anything. I know that there's uh, points to be made on both sides of this issue. I know you guys really love your chiefs. So let's just get into it. On uh, Friday night, our president said, wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out, he's fired, he's fired. And that was the comments of our president. And he, this this week, it led to really the most attention that this protest uh, has really gotten since Colin Kaepernick began this a long time ago, kneeling and um, putting their sitting for the national anthem. Uh, Chiefs released a statement on the issue, as you saw across the league, a lot of owners General consensus from the owners was, was that like this was very disappointing to hear from the president, but the Chiefs released, released a statement. And this is Clark Hunt. We are blessed in the National Football League to work with an outstanding group of players who, through their thoughtfulness and generosity, are deeply engaged in their communities. I believe in honoring the American flag and supporting all of those whose sacrifices protect the many freedoms we have in this country, including the right to have differences of opinion. Sports have long been a unifying force, especially in challenging times, and hatred and division have no place in our game. As a nation, we have we face serious challenges, and I believe as Americans, each of us has a responsibility to engage one another with empathy and humility to gain a better understanding of ways we can work together to solve these difficult issues. You then saw today, as far as Kansas City Chiefs go, Marcus Peters, Justin Houston, and Travis Kelsey were all kneeling during, or I believe Peters was sitting down, you saw Kelsey kneeling and Justin Houston was kneeling and not even face, facing the American flag. And it seems what the Chiefs opted to do was let everyone make their own decision on the matter and uh, go forth with it. So this is a big deal. I, I think it's a big deal in the NFL today where it started out with Kaepernick and it continued on league wide. And you even saw the Steelers, an entire team, less one player, only one player came out for the National Anthem. They decided that they were going to take themselves out of it and, and, and focus on football. They didn't even come out for the National Anthem. And so it seems like the Chiefs allowed their players to really do whatever they want to do. And I think that's the real message behind this. I don't think that we should be judging anyone for sitting, for standing, for whatever they're doing. Because uh, at the end of the day, and that's the beauty of America, we're all given that right, and that's kind of the tone that Andy Reid has taken on the matter, and I think it's the right one where if a Travis Kelsey and Justin Houston want to partake in the protest, they have the American right to do so. It's not a matter of disrespecting the flag, and Andy Reid has been quick to point out as well that these guys do a lot for their community, and in his mind, what they're looking to do is make the world a better place. And I think it was great of the NFL to sort of take a stand together today and just support their players based upon whatever they want to do. And whatever you feel on the matter, you know, if you're upset that a player sat during the national anthem and, and you know, while the flag was out, you have that right, just like they have the right to sit. And I think the bigger part of this, you know, in the protest 
is these players aren't maliciously going against the flag. I think what everyone wants at the end of this, whether you agree with the sitting or not, is this world to be a better place? And that's where Andy Reid has come in and said, listen, this is, this is what's behind um, these players partaking in this protest. And I know it means a lot to Kansas City. Uh, you want to see your Chiefs, especially if you're a passionate American and you're very, really patriotic. You want to see everyone standing, I'm sure. And there's many of you who are Chiefs fans that uh, understand why they're sitting. But at the end of the day, uh, I think what, where we can all come together is we all want the same thing, right? We all want the world to be a better place. So I don't think there should be any judgment based upon you know, I, a lot of you will probably be like, or some of you will be like, I'm not going to root for Marcus Peters because he sits during the, Mar- the American flag. I, I would just say to you, he has that right. And at the end of the day, this is football. Let's enjoy the football. The Chiefs are playing better than they have have in 10 to 15 years. And you really get the feeling with this 3-0 football team that this this could be a Super Bowl contender. So don't lose sight of that in the fact that, you know, maybe you don't agree or maybe you agree, whatever. This is the most fun time to be a Kansas City Chiefs fan that you've had in a very long time. Uh, and I think uh, that's what you should take from this and enjoy it. And this is great. And I like the NFL coming together like this. And you see it across teams today. And uh, and so I uh, I'm happy. I, you know, it's a big day for football. And I think it was a big day uh, for America. All right. Well, we talked about everything. I want to get back now into the football of it. So if you guys have any comments or questions about the game, I don't, like I said, I'm not really looking to get into a debate about anything political. That's the last thing to really say of it. So if you have any questions based upon the game, let's talk about it. Where's Kelsey? I think that's a good question today. If you looked at the numbers, Travis Kelsey, only one target, one reception for one yard. And I think maybe it goes back to what the New England Patriots opted to do in their first game. When you look at this Chiefs offense now, Kareem Hunt is a surprise, right? But who did you know were going to be the impact players this year? A Travis Kelsey and a Tyreek Hill. So it's harder to tell you right now exactly what happened with Kelsey today until you can kind of go back and watch the All-22 film to see what, what they did to take him out of the game. But he's a candidate always for double coverage and bracketing. So I'm assuming what happened is the Chargers defense uh, defensive coordinator opted to take Travis Kelsey out of the game. And you saw today, uh, really uncharacteristic for him in particular to have the one reception for the one yard. I think at the end of the day, though, like I said, not the prettiest win in the world, but the Chiefs able to get the win. Kelsey will take the win before he takes uh, anything else. And a good thing is he did not appear on the personal foul list today. Uh, Marcus Peters did, actually did have a personal foul, got pretty heated when he thought there should have been an offensive uh, pass interference call. But Andy Reid, at least from what he has been saying, says he has a, a good you know, hold on these guys. And, and he, you know, I, I think there are going to be times when you have these passionate players like a Travis Kelsey and a Marcus Peters, these guys really care about winning this game and they get upset. Just like sometimes at work, you say something, maybe you, you, you wish you had it. And what, what do you do? You go back and you, you, you apologize, but that happens. You, you know, you lose your cool. I don't think you want it happening every week. Just like, I don't want you walking to work every day and being like saying rude things to, to your coworkers. But I think that happens with everyone. No one's perfect. And you were, it was good to see that, A, Travis Kelsey doesn't get a taunting penalty this week. And then, B, when Marcus Peters got the unsportsmanlike uh, penalty, Justin Houston was right in his face. Justin Houston kind of taking that leadership role where Eric Berry might be doing that. Of course, Eric Berry out for the season. Would, would like to see more of Demarcus Robinson. That's a good point from Scott Elliott. Uh, Demarcus Robinson had the first two catches of his career today for nine yards. We heard a lot of buzz about Demarcus Robinson this offseason. And, you know, he made the 53-man roster, which was a good thing. 
but we haven't really seen a ton of impact as far as the regular season on the field. But yeah, it was good to see him get in the mix today. And he's going to be a guy in the future too, that may still be on this team. You know, he had a nice connection in training camp with Patrick Mahomes. That's, this could be maybe, maybe a Mahomes guy, but again, Smith is the guy right now and it starts with him. But yes, I agree. It, it, it's good to see these wide receivers that would have to play if a Tyree kill or Chris Conley went down, you know, it, it's good to see also too, that Alex Smith spreads the wealth. I'm counting right now. One, two, three, eight different receivers had a reception today. Uh, Anthony Sherman, one of them. You know, you had Shark Kendrick West and uh, DeAnthony Thomas getting in the mix. The more players you can get involved, we know football is a dangerous sport. There are injuries, so that shows depth. So if Chris Conley can't go, you do have a Demarcus Robinson you can maybe turn to. And better, he has two catches uh, than just, you know, having to go in there and um, with, with no previous experience or success. There were a lot of penalties in today's game. Uh, that's a good point. And there's been a lot of penalties for the Chiefs all year. I believe they took 10 in the first game and five in the next game. And then today, 13 penalties for 122 yards. And this is something that is going to have to be addressed on film. People, Andy Reid and the coaching staff has, has to figure out why this team is taking this many penalties. And it's a good thing to bring up, and I, I commend you for that, because thus far, the Chiefs have been able to survive all these penalties that they're taking, but there's going to be a game where if you take too many penalties like that, it's going to cost you the football game. So I'm sure what they'll try to do is get that uh, under wraps. Okay, I don't see any more questions, so I'm going to cut this one a little short today. Final in Los Angeles was 24-10 and in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. They improve to 3-0 and on the season, leading the AFC. There's now only, I saw this before, there are now only three undefeated teams left. It's the Kansas City Chiefs, the Atlanta Falcons, who won against Detroit today, and the Oakland Raiders, who play tonight. So enjoy your victory. You can watch the Oakland Raiders. I'm sure I, I know who you guys will be rooting for, uh, but that's it for, for today from Arrow to Pride. Go on our, web, our website. We'll have the game recap. This will be going up on the podcast channel. We'll have a Tuesday show this week, and, of course, the game preview show coming up later this week, all leading into next week's game, Monday Night Football, against the Washington Redskins. For now, I'm Pete Sweeney, and I thank you for joining me. Drink run. Here we go. McCafe coffees, shakes, and drinks. Ain't no thing. You the man. Yeah, that's what they're going to say. Oh, Kevin, thank you so much. We love you. That's right. You the champ. The drink run champ. Welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Own the drink run, Kevin. Own it. Now get a small smoothie, shake, or frappe for $2 on McDonald's $123 menu. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, 
wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, the Current Report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts.